Hello and welcome to the Sobo Lens Podcast. This is Jim and Joe sharing their stories and life experiences. Sobo today for a better tomorrow. This is Life Through the Sobo Lens. Good evening everyone and welcome to episode 31 of the Sobo Lens Podcast. As always, I'm joined my, by my esteemed Soba colleague, Joe. Joe, how are you? Doing good. All the way down here at the uh, Pompano's with Bernie and the crew. I, Joe came on the video and I was like, you look like you're wearing a disguise. And he <laughs> said, I look like Weekend at Bernie's. And I said, yes, you do. I mean, this, you got to keep it up now. And so did your wife. <laughs> With, my, my wife said the same thing, yes. Um, so we're here, episode 31, coming at you live. For those who are on Instagram TV, uh, for those who aren't, join our Instagram TV, check us out, and let us know what you think. How was your week, Joe? It was good. Um, it was, uh, you know, really slow at work to be expected in sales this time of year. Um, so, you know, you have to kind of make the best of what you have. So I, I've been having a lot of drunk dreams, including last night, which I don't know if it's in the back of my mind, but um, maybe because work has been a little shitty. Um, home has been okay, but my daughter is driving me up a wall. Um, she's in this hyper two and a half year old phase right now. And Jim knows how it feels because his his own is starting to come into that soon. <laughs> I was just going to uh, comment on that. My son is definitely, uh, he's not two yet, but he's almost there. And we're feeling the terrible twos now. He's challenging us every day. Yep. Um, and it's a struggle. And I wanted to kind of touch on that tonight as far as people because we, this is a dad's podcast and we do talk about being dads. Uh, some people have told me we haven't talked about that enough. So tonight we're going to dive into that a little bit. Cool. I want to talk about people that kind of sugarcoat stuff as far as, oh, you know, my kids are this and my kids are that. Mm-hmm. People need to say, you know, it's hard and people don't stress that enough. They just think, oh, you'll get through it. It's okay. Right. It, it is okay and you are going to get through it, but I wish people were more real and it was okay to say certain things as far as like, it's going to be tough. You're going to, I just feel like people sugarcoat things and it's, it makes for a, you kind of do like the Homer Simpson barbecue when he builds the grill. He's like, why doesn't, you know, why doesn't my kid act like that? Why (laughs) doesn't my kid, I, I feel like I put a lot of expectations on my son and I have to remember he's not even two yet. I do the same. as, As far as like, saying words and and where he should be mm-hmm. but i'm basing it on the fact that i'm basing it on the fact off of other people's kids yeah my i'm in the is, same boat my son is on his own journey and a lot of people that i talk to that have kids they're older than my son so i'm like my kid should be here mm-hmm. and he's here right you know, so it's just, it's just hard. I just wanted to touch on that for a minute. And it's, it's hard. Uh, you and I got together for uh, my birthday. That was fun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, we had some people over and uh, Good times. got our kids together. And 
they were kids. I mean, you know, it, it can be rough at times, but we got through it. And I just feel like coronavirus has kind of, whether you have a young son like I do or kids that are older, it definitely did rob people of time. People yeah. say, oh, it's, you you know, your kid's young enough and you're not going to, it's not going to matter. And he, mm. he's not old enough to know. No, it robs me of time that I could have been spending with family and yeah. friends. And I have family that hasn't met my son. You know, I, yeah. I get the feeling some don't really care either way. And, and some might care, but I just feel like everyone was robbed. And it's like, no matter what side of the spectrum you're on, what side of the political spectrum you're on, we were all robbed of something. Yeah. People got sick. People, people just, it was just, it's a shame for everyone. Everyone lost. Also, um, we, I think the development of the children was robbed. I mean, they, they weren't able to socialize for a good year and a half of their really important years. I'll be honest with you. I feel like I don't know. I kind of get, I kind of get, like, I feel like we were in for so long and it was like, you can't do this. You can't do that. You can't do this. I kind of followed the rules more. You know, I was like real strict, you know, we can't eat, we can't, they said, don't eat vegetables. So we can't do that. They said, don't do this. I just, I took it to heart. And I, now I'm kind of like, I feel like I'm just becoming a dad. Like, it's like, I've been a dad for a year and a half and it's, it's hard. It's hard. It's really hard. And no one talks about that. Yeah. The, no I one, think no sh- one, no one talks about, you know, no one calls and says, are you okay? Is it, I feel like it's just like, Oh, you know, you'll get through it. And it, it's not, it's, it's rough on everyone and people. That's what we're here for. We're here. If you have struggles, comments, questions, reach out to me and I'll reach out to you. And, and mm-hmm. that's what this community is about. We started this because we are two dads in sobriety mm-hmm. you know tying in some fun things like music and yeah. prayer and faith mm-hmm. and but we're dads at the core of it and i feel like i was kind of you know robbed of corona robbed us of some stuff like i i was i was nervous mm-hmm. when i became a dad i was worried i was i still am those things you know yeah and it's like you, you feel like you can't reach out to people because everyone who has kids has kids older than your kids. So it's like, Oh yeah, we, you know, I didn't have any friends and we just dealt with it and this and that mm-hmm. and the next thing. And it, no, I'm here. And I'm going to tell you at times it's rough. It is. But you know, like <laughs> I say, I mean, I just wish people were more honest. Yeah. It's, well, it's, it's, it's kind of misleading. Oh yeah. You know, it's, it's this, it's that. No, it's tough. Like it, it, it is a rough ride. It's a bumpy ride. Strap, put your helmet on and strap yourself in because it's going to be a bumpy ride. Yeah, let's let's not sugarcoat this. This pandemic killed millions of people, and uh, it also robbed families of being together. And basically, jobs were lost, and 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 our kids were developmentally, you know put back, you know, backwards because we weren't able to go anywhere and associate with anyone. And the things they should have been doing, like rolling around outside with cousins and friends and other kids was put on hold for almost two years. And it's, it's since your kid was born pretty much. Yeah. I mean, we, we just, we just missed the, 
you know, we just, we had the, we had our son right before, you know, it was like six months later, bam. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's, I, it's just awful. And, you know, it's, it's sad. You that's, know. that's time. It's, it's like, if you lose 10 bucks, like if you lose $10, sure, you can make $10 back, but you'll never make that $10 back. So I feel like right. we have to come together as a community and, and push forward and, and talk about the things that, are on our mind that that's why we did this. Mm-hmm. So anyone that has questions, comments, fears, anxiety, that's why we did this and you're not alone and let's do it. Plus so it all I, coincided with our sobriety at the same time as well. I, you, people, have, people have been kidding around and saying, if you got sober during the pandemic or you stayed sober during the pandemic, add four years to your time because it it was so crazy and it's i'm happy as hell to be sober and that's not going anywhere right so what else do you have i just wanted Um, to touch on that to well to kind of start um, us off i uh i'm glad that you know i got together with jim we did a little record exchange and yeah yeah that was uh, i got some you gave me some nice blues records uh Mm -hmm. that were on my want list Mm-hmm. And uh, we, we, you know, we've been giving each other uh, birthday records and stuff for uh, years now. Usually we go to a birthday concert, but mm-hmm. that's not going to happen. Uh, we've been to some good ones around yeah. our birthday. People, some good artists have played. I hope we can start doing that again. <laughs> we'll, be, we'll be bringing the kids. It'll be a right. little, little birthday get together. Yeah. Sands booze. Uh, yep. Like I said before, the... Uh, we've had some wild times and one of the first uh the first sober concert we both went to i believe was brian wilson mm-hmm. uh, and lynn on the uh, pet sounds tour which it was awesome i i mm-hmm. drank too much coffee but <laughs> it, it's good that's another thing that you pay all this money for concert tickets and you get robbed because you're in line for the bathroom you're in line for beers mm-hmm. you're just booze consumes you and it's like I don't, I don't care that they're playing this song or that song i'm in line for beers you miss the whole yeah. show and you pay hundreds of dollars it's bizarro i know it's bizarro we poison ourselves i know that's okay it, it, it's not it, it's it's really it's ass backwards it's it's dumb mm-hmm. so i'm so glad i'm on the other side and i'm here to i'm not clinically trained or whatever but i'm here to listen I'm a good listener and I will listen to anyone that wants to comment and have open conversation about alcohol and sobriety and recovery. That's what we're here for. Mm-hmm. And I Amen. can't stress that enough. Amen. Um, so uh, I actually wanted to touch on, I, uh, I gave Jim a very special gift besides the records. I got it right here. Um, so it's, uh, it's, it's this, right? No, <laughs> no, I'm just joking. That's our Celestine no. prophecy joke. We will read that. It is this. Well, Jim gave me this one too. <laughs> it is. Uh, that's on the list. Joe, I surprisingly I don't own a holy Bible, so Joe got me a nice uh, journeyman's holy Bible. Um, it's awesome. Nice soft, nice soft leather cover. Uh, yep. it, it's very nice. So I've been looking at that, and I like. Nice. Joe said we're going to get into that. Uh, we're going to get into some faith-based stuff mm-hmm. to come. Um, as we always say, you can't do it without God. We're all right. here for a reason. 
I don't care what you believe in. We are here for a reason. This didn't just happen. We're all on our own journeys. Mm-hmm. And whoever you believe in, again, we're not, it's, it's God, it's, it's Allah, it's whatever you believe in, believe in something and cherish it. And we're all here for the same thing. Mm-hmm. We're all human and we all got to get along. And that's, that's the main point. We all have to get along. And at mm-hmm. times it's hard. Um, you know, we argue and we fight with others and mm-hmm. it, it gets wild and trying at times, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, the book Joe had that I gave Joe is called, Joe, you want to hold it up again? Yeah. yeah it's, it's called uh, uh, Man Hail Thyself mm-hmm. by Supernova Slam and Queen Afua. Mm-hmm. Um, I got, I listened to another podcast called Sober is Dope uh, by Pop Buchanan. Uh, he's another activist in the community. Um, and he had Supernova Slam on his podcast and they were talking and I said, you know, I know who would dig this. And I actually picked myself up a copy, but I knew you would dig it. There's all mm-hmm. different, uh, all different. It's, it's like a, like a hailing almost like a bible like a blueprint right. for there's juice cleanses and everything mm-hmm. uh, so i thought it was pretty good it's funny we were both thinking of each other like that that's that's so, what that's what good friends do man that's always like jim needs a bible and we've been talking about this and and let's not forget that you know i know important. i know you just ripped it off your shelf and we're like bam one of the 10 bibles you own <laughs> <laughs> no and i'm actually jealous because i like <laughs> the one i got jim more than the the new king james one that i got for myself his is really cool looking i like the cover um but i i like that it's a new king james version because it it retains the classic literature kind of sounding of the old shakespearean king james bible but it updates it to modern english um so, I mean, let it just, and I've seen this on a lot of like videos and which translation's better for you. Cause some of them paraphrase, some of them go for the meaning, some of them go word for word, the literal, cause there's so many different ways to translate something that's been translated 2000 years from different languages and not everything translate. But the thing about it is it just sounds like the Bible when it sounds like the old King James, <laughs> the thou's, the this, the that, but they kind of take that, which, I mean, it's literature. It sounds Shakespearean. Um, and that's why it stood the test of time, but it wasn't always the best translation in some cases, because we now have newer manuscripts, Greek manuscripts found that are older than what they had at the time, which are more to the core of the original handwritten notes and everything. Um, so I am a, technically graphic designer um and i one of my favorite periods of art was the illuminated manuscript time mm-hmm. period where all the colors and the colorful mm-hmm. drop caps mm-hmm. that's that's what i said i'd love a gutenberg bible right um they're they're beautiful i love all yeah. that stuff all the old uh all the old stuff like that mm-hmm. so I, lo- I love manuscripts and i love typography and letters and yep I dig it a lot, man. That, so thank, you, thank you so much. That was a great gift. You're uh, welcome. I've been opening it up here and there and kind of you just kind of randomly opening a page and mm-hmm. I opened to Psalm 31 and read a little bit of that. Yep. And uh, I like that, to kind of randomize it, you know. Well, that's what's, I mean, 
who was it? Uh, an old coworker of mine used to be into like the beat poets and everything, Bob Dylan. And he always said, you know, that you could open a book of like Kerouac or somebody and just open to any page and read it, not even in any order, any page, any chapter, any sentence. And it's amazing. It sense. Yeah. And it made sense and it touched you. And I think the Bible of all books is the ultimate of that. I mean, if, if it is the inspired word of God trying to reach out, you know, to humanity, which, you know, most, you know, Bible believing or whoever faith believing people believe for the last, you know, three to 4,000 years, then it should touch us, right? I mean, if it's coming from God to reach individual people on a, a planet of, you know, 8 billion people or whatever, but it also is great, as Jim just said, literature and something relates to you. Like every day when I post on our Instagram, I post, you know, the daily canticle and it's usually the verse of the day, which my online Bible pops up and it's like, wow, how did God know that I needed this today? And then I send it to Jim and my mother and then I post it and my mother's like, oh my God, I needed this today. It's, 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 it's almost like it fit, it fit you and it fit what you were thinking. Right. You know, that's, that's one of those mysteries that people talk about. Like, why did this happen? Oh, it happened. You know, people, right. you, you say something to someone or you reach out to someone and you say, Hey, right. whatever you, you know, send a text to something and someone says, wow, you know, thank you for this. I really needed it. Right. It, and you can't explain that stuff with science in a lab and a test tube. It, 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 it's not measurable. It's not proven DCs but it, you know that it's real. You know, you know, you know, the love you have for your son is real. The love I have for my daughter is real, things like that. And that's the same kind of thinking with the Bible when, when it, it happens like that. What do they call it? The, uh, the definite article, right? The real, the real thing. Right. And, and it, we read in all these, you know, the self help, the self help books. And, you know, there's so many Christians will say, well, what better self help book is there than the Bible? I mean, and that's, and that's where, you know, friends of Bill, a lot of people don't like the fact that it's, it's based on right. religion and they kind of stray away. But right. as I always say, help is help. And I, I, I would love to go to a meeting with you and just yeah. take it all in. And uh, yeah, we got to do that as soon yeah. as they stop back up again. Yeah. Um, that'd be, that'd be something I'd be into. I just actually, I, and, I, and I forgot listen. to tell you, I had a, I had a customer, the one who gave me those bracelets the one day at a time bracelets by the grace of God. Um, and they, they started back up um, a men's group in Malden, Massachusetts. And um, on Monday nights, I believe it is. And I was thinking, I do you, if you don't work Mondays late, uh, sometimes I I'm out early. We could hit one of those. Yeah, we can, um, we can, uh, we'll make something happen. We'll make a move here or there. Yeah. Um, and anyone out there who's listening in the, you know, the Mass area, North Shore area, um, Massachusetts, Boston area, um, I, I believe it's, it's one of like the, not the Elks, but uh, like something like that, Knights of Columbus or something in Malden. I, I, I have the people's number to, to contact them. They know my mother, actually. They, they, the guy's wife works with my mother at a restaurant, and that's how they came in to see me at, at my work. But uh, um I am when glad they come in like gangbusters. Get in the van. They're oh my god! It was, it was like, <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! Come out to the car. We got bracelets for you. <laughs> and okay, uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll get on that and check it out for sure. Yeah.
but I, I, I am glad that I, I gave Jim the Bible and now we can start um getting Yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna have uh we're gonna have guests on and we're gonna mm-hmm. talk some shop about everything. Uh we haven't had a guest on for a minute, mm-hmm. um, but we will have some recurring guests back yep. on. I, I like these kind of back to basic shows and shooting the breeze and, mm-hmm. and just kind of getting back to the core. That's what I said. I, I like to talk about, you know, being a dad and, and mm-hmm. the, the struggles we face and stuff like that. And people have said, Oh, you don't talk about faith enough. You don't talk about being right. a dad enough. Well, we only have, <laughs> we only have so much time. Right. Uh, so we got to keep it moving. But uh, we'll tr- we try to check all the boxes here or there when we can. That's as much as we like say. to keep talking. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. What else you got, Joe? Um, I did just finally listen to the um, the thing you sent me on Amazon Music, the uh, Causa Sui. Is it Causa Sui? Oh, yep, yep. That was the, that the psychedelic group. Really good. I mean, that is just instrumental. Reminds me of the Doors or something like really yeah cool. it was, it was uh, 70s like early early 70s psychedelic someone sent it to me uh one of my record buddies yeah and, uh, that was cool was like, Go check this out so and it's funny like it right along like we were just talking about those god-given serendipitous moments i had just been reading about jim morrison and the doors the last couple nights on in bed online just because like uh somebody posted something about him on probably facebook or instagram and then jim sent me that and i'm like oh Okay, so like it's weird how the universe talks. Like <laughs> just, just what I needed. Seventy psychedelic before bed. Yeah, right. And you know, and I'm reading about Jim Morrison, and you know how there's so many disputes about the way he's been portrayed in movies and biographies by people that wanted to make a buck. You know, and that the Doors members and and family members have all said that, you know, Jim Morrison has been made into this drug-induced caricature poetry spewing guy and it's like it couldn't be further from the truth he was a shy introverted guy who once a year or so would fly off the handle and you know get arrested for public intoxication you know at a concert or something and it, it it's sad that, you know i was reading these articles that it's people are now have that ingrained in their minds since the oliver stone movie which i did enjoy but also the um the book that most of that was based on that came out in the early eighties. I think it was by like uh, Danny Sugarman and everyone since has went to that book for their own books. Whereas most of it is probably over embellished by him and stone. It's like they took accounts of things that happened and threw them into other accounts that happened and made it look like these things happened all the time. And they do that to sell a story and to sell a movie. And it's, couldn't be further from the truth from the guy that you know probably the people who knew him knew um and it's sad because it was a talented and you know tragic individual i believe uh ray manzarek who was also in the doors has said like you know he was a good guy he was this he was that like he kind of um fought back against that yeah i mean robbie robbie krieger who the guitarist of the doors like and john densmore you know by the end of the doors, because they had sold that commercial, the light, the light my fire, uh, you know, the, the rights to the song. And I guess it wasn't the way it was portrayed in the movie, but they had a fallen out that they never really got over. And when he went to his death, he wasn't talking to the other door members, um, doors members. And 
they said it was unfortunate because they really at one point were all very tight and good friends and that's that's how most bands and friends are you that happens in sobriety too kind of mm-hmm. like uh when you get sober you know you, you're drinking buddies and your friend you, mm-hmm. you see who your real friends are well i guess you it was like fade away and yeah and it was mostly like the lawyers doing of the bands and and, and the members and the estates and yeah and because when, people ultimately it's about money it becomes about money it, rather than friendship and Right. You know, you want to talk to me, you got to talk to my lawyer and I'll, right. I'll call you back. It's just crazy red tape. And it's like, remember when we used to be friends, you know, right. Playing well, it's, play you know, and... it's, it's the same thing with like the beach boys and, and, and the, the father Murray Wilson selling their song catalog. And well, I was just going to say too, like even another thing Corona uh, COVID-19 did was multi-million dollar artist sold their catalogs and people do that to generate money and revenue and stuff. But the beach boys did that. And we talked, we talked about that. We touched on that on another podcast Mm -hmm. episode. They sold their likeness. They sold, which you don't see until someone dies. Right. Like they sold everything. Right. People can make holograms. People, there's no limit to, you know, they say you sell your soul. They they sold everything. Right. Well, and it's also, you know, lawyers doing that. They convince you to do these things. And I, I forget who the, I forget who the guy is, but it, he was a, like a power player in the industry and he formed mm-hmm. like his own branch of um, his own, like branch of the music industry. And he was like, you know, come with me. And he was talking to people and, uh, mm-hmm big big time people such as dylan i don't know if dylan i think dylan was one that sold his stuff yeah. um, oh but, but um, the guy that tried to get the beatles yeah uh klein bob yes. klein yes yeah he uh, was he got he screwed the stones you know, stevie nicks yep. fleetwood mac all sorts of stuff but uh so watch where your money goes folks yeah don't and sell, don't sell your likeness and don't sell your rights be right. the be the definite article be yourself Mm-hmm. you know what else you got um how about um a little hot sauce uh hooligans i got for jim and myself for his birthday um the old bay seasoning hot sauce which is very hard to find <laughs> it seems i um it came out last year during you know right around the pandemic and they were going on ebay for like hundreds of dollars <laughs> And uh, it, it's good. It, you know, it tastes like something you should put on like oysters and it's, it has the, that kind of same seasoning as, as the seasoning. It, it's, um, it's, I was just going to say, it's almost like they, I believe they just liquefied the seasoning. Yeah. And it's um, good. It's not that hot. Um, there's not really a huge kick to it, but it's flavorful. Definitely flavorful. It's great on seafood. Any yeah. seafood you got, cod, scrod, lobster, mm-hmm. shrimp. I just had it on you name it. like Chinese rice and shrimp. And it, and it was good. Uh, so I'm glad we got that. <laughs> it is good. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. Um, yeah, I really, I've been, I still have to re-up those pepper flakes. And uh, I'm at the end of my hot beat hot sauce. So I got to re-up that. Mm-hmm. It's always something. Yeah. But uh, I haven't tried anything new yet. Living a life of hot sauce and vinyl records, it's, it ain't easy. <laughs> rough it's rough (laughs) um 
so yeah I, I haven't really tried anything else but i'm always down to try whatever again i just don't like to open mm-hmm. a bunch of sauce and you've you got the hot sauces everywhere and i'm i'm not yeah one at a time like one day at a time one hot sauce at a time amen i got a whole cabinet of half opened hot sauces <laughs> you better put them in the fridge i know <laughs> they, they go they most say put in the fridge after opening so uh what else you got i don't got nothing i don't got nothing so you got any shout outs um shout out to uh belated birthday to jim from last week happy birthday jim um happy birthday to me in a few days uh yes, sir monday's uh my own birthday uh i'll be turning 17 again (laughs) um and to anyone out there who is having drunk dreams or drunk thoughts or cravings um you know i've been having the dreams a lot lately for some reason even though i don't really think about drinking much in the day anymore um so anyone who's trying to do it just persevere anyone newly sober out there uh just do what you can to stay strong and hit us up uh hit us up on any of the social media platforms and let us know what you're going through that's what we're here for yep we uh we live to give advice if you're newly sober we were both once like you Mm -hmm. um and the best thing to do is talk about it you know talk about it get it out there and and it's hard it's hard Mm -hmm. um so that's what we're here for. Uh, my shout outs, I don't have many. As always, shout out to all our followers. Uh, thank you for rocking with us at all. Thank you for rocking with us always. Uh, thank you for listening to us, both the audio and the video. For those mm-hmm. that tune into uh, the video, this is new. This is our second episode where we've done video. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you can see, who knows next week what, uh, what my co-host will look like. Uh, <laughs> who knows? You, maybe he'll be a little like Waldo or Wooly Willy or who knows. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with that said, also uh, shout out to Living Clean. Living Clean, they're on uh, Instagram and I believe other social media platforms. Uh, they sell merch. Shout they out to the, Bernie Lomax down in the Hamptons. <laughs> they give you that daily motivation. And uh, I told them I would throw the hat on and uh, rep them for this as I said, I'm going to rep different uh, podcasts and sobriety and recovery apparel that I've amassed over the months I've been sober because we all have to support each other because that's what the community is. This has been episode 31. Like mom always said, peace out. Have a great week, everyone. And again, thank you for rocking with us and have a great week. Peace and love.